<laughs> Asshole. I feel like Steve Harvey. That's not how you play the game. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Industry Sunday. This is your host, Kennedy Novi. Jake Levan. That was kind of, you could have had a little bit more energy with that. Really? Yeah. yeah well, normally actually, I, I sound that, boring when I do the no, intro. No, 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 no. Usually you sound like super excited, and I think that actually fits into the topic today. <laughs> it's a solemn day. <laughs> no. Um, like, are we segueing right into it? Like, should I just tell everybody now? No, no. We got we to gotta build up to it. I mean, let's give them some anticipation. What's the solemn topic today? I don't know, episode, what was it, episode two or three, we had like a solemn topic intro and it was not, it didn't pan out well. So I think that this time we saved the solemn for later. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't remember that far. I have dementia. Well, I'm just, I'm really like exhausted by my job and a little burnt out lately. So well, I don't you know. You just said it. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Right now, you I wanna... just said to build suspense on it and you're like, yeah, well, now this is Well, right now I want to pretend that I'm not burnt out, okay? Okay. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> you need like some um, 5 HTP or something. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's like a weird algebra term you it just gives used. You, it helps um, you get your serotonin back after you've lost it. <laughs> okay. I need to go on antidepressants. Antidepressants. Um, all right. Go. So what did you do for the 4th of July? This is our first episode after the 4th of July. I got a tattoo. Oh, I forgot you did. That was it. And I found out because you sent me a picture of the tattoo after you got it. Yep. I just, my friend Jonah called me up when I was laying in bed. He's like, do you want to go get a tattoo? He said, yep, sure. Let me put on clothes. He was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Jonah is such a spontaneous person. I feel like no one ever is like, yeah. Yeah, no, it's like he called like six other people before me and they all said no. I can't believe he didn't give up. I would stop calling people at that point. After about two denials, I'd be like, you know what? I'm not going. And then he he called me and I was like, sure. He's like, okay. Um, I'm like, yeah, where are we going? And he's like, revolution tattoo. I said, all right, I'll be there. They just fit you in a walk I'll be there in 20 minutes. He's like, like, hold on. I got to call the guy first. I was like, well, you the one that invited me. Got to send. He was like, Jake, you were more ready than I was. That's so funny. I was like, I already got clothes on before I even hung up the phone. I think you needed that. You needed a little pain. I didn't feel anything. I literally, exactly. It was so... Is, there, is, that, is that like is something, is something wrong with me? Sometimes the pain on the inside numbs the pain on the outside. I know. He was like... Jonah was like concerned. He was like, d- 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 do you feel that? Does it hurt? I'm like, no, I don't feel anything. Feels like a massage. Yeah, I was like, it kind of feels like acupuncture. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you are mentally unstable. I was like, read a book. Acupuncture. Yeah. Just like little needles. It is like acupuncture. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't, I didn't really do anything this weekend. Oh, wait, I am, <clears throat> um, like a rest weekend for you. Yeah. Well, after electric forest, I was like, I know I'm not doing anything for the 4th of July. I did go, <laughs> um, I went out on Sunday night cause I worked like from home a little bit Monday and Tuesday, but I wasn't really getting any, any emails or any. Oh yeah. I saw you Sunday. Yes. I did yeah. see you Sunday. <laughs> oh, I you said it longer than I did on Sunday. I was just hanging out. I was dancing away. I was, no. I was we tried to go away. to Boys Town to the gay bars, and I took one foot in, and I saw how sweaty it was in there, and I took myself home. So I had okay, Don't act like you don't know, because every time you've been to Charlie's, it's the same fucking thing. I know, but for some reason, I'm like, well, normally when I've gone, it's like not that busy. I like it when it's like about like halfway full. It's like a drag show. But like, no, I don't like it when it's like circuit <laughs> queens, like just like <laughs> sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> when my hair gets all puffy, I don't know. But not as empty as when the guy threw the brick through the it's, door. I don't want five people in that either. No. <laughs> no. We should tell that story actually. Uh, so quick. That was bad. That's a, that's an industry story. That is so an industry story. Sometimes my coworkers and I back in the day, I want to say it was probably like it's probably a, a year, year ago. ago from now. Yeah. It was probably a year ago. Was, this, was it a Monday night? It was. It's a Monday night because industry, when you work in the industry, everyone knows you go out like Sunday, Monday, maybe Tuesday because you work like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like you don't like a lot of people don't work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. A lot of restaurants are closed those days, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. So we went out on a Monday night and we went to the typical bars in the West Loop close to the restaurant I worked at. You, I think you worked in the West Loop at that point too. Yeah, I think I was still working. Yeah. I got off work and came met up with you guys. Yes. And 
um, some of our co or our friends that work in River North met up with us. So it was like a meeting of all the parts of the city, like all these industry people just like convoluted. And then we all went to Boys Town together. Yep. And there were a lot of us there. I think that we had a group of like eight people. At least. Um, so we were the entire population of Charlie's that night. Like, <laughs> Except for like five well, random yeah, people. Yeah, five other random people. Like, and there was, I remember we walk in and there was this one dude, tall dude, who didn't, he was, I think he was by himself. He was by himself. He was 100% by and himself. And I thought he was just a friendly, nerdy dude, just hanging out alone, you know, whatever. And he kept talking to me. And then I guess he said something sus to you or Kyle. He was getting or someone creepy. Else. Yeah, and someone was like, he's not gay. Like, he's here to find women or something. And he's like, they just felt like he was being kind of like creepy to me. And I didn't really catch it because I was a little drunk. And I'm like, oh, he's just being so nice. And um, yeah, one thing led to another. And everyone warned me. They're like, no, he's bad vibes. So he came to sit by me and because I was sitting on the end. And everyone was kind of like, can you leave? And he was like, what? No. Yeah. And he was like, what? No. And then Jake steps in and someone else stepped in and you guys are like, you need to leave. Like go like we like, she doesn't want to talk to you anymore. And I just was kind of quiet. I'm like, okay, like I feel, I, I didn't see him do anything weird. So I didn't know what the gist of it was yet. Um, and then he got all like angry about it and like got in Jake's face and like tried to punch you. He did punch you. Well, right? yeah, hold on. Well, we here we're skipping a step here. So okay, you take over. I step sit next to him. Cause I was like, Kennedy's move over. <laughs> like I'm pre- like I'm just a naturally protective person. I don't let shit slide. Oh God, yeah. And I was crying, or I wasn't crying, but I was like, Jake, stop! You don't have, like. I'm, I'm like, not in trouble. I'm not. I was in like, danger. Whoa, whoa. I'm like, I'm like, you need to leave, bro. Like, you're not welcome here. We've politely asked you to like go find another group to go haggle for all I care about. My posh, my like e cig at the time rolled out of my pocket, and he immediately went to grab it. Oh, I didn't know that. And I I grabbed it back and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then he went to sucker punch me. <gasps> and that's when I started. I was like, I'm No, I saw that happen. And then and you like, tried to go. You were a big boy then, too. I was. And you, you tried to go after him. I was like, I'm about to and beat I'm, your ass. And then, then I got upset. I was like, I don't, like, why are we fighting? We're going to get kicked out of Charlie's. There's nowhere else to go tonight. Like, I don't want to go home yet. And so I, I was like, I didn't, I didn't see him be aggressive until that moment when he, when he tried to punch you and he almost hit you. <laughs> like, and we were like, Jesus. I'm like, let's roll. And then security got involved, separated the group. He went and sat by the bar with security. And then I guess the manager went back and watched, rewatched the well, tape. I'm a, I, like, I know everybody. That well, yeah, you told them there. what happened. Like, hey, guys. And he was like, let me confirm. And he went and watched the camera. Didn't he? Yep. And he's like, all right, I'm kicking. Him out. Yeah. I saw him try to punch you. So he, uh, security comes back out of the manager or whatever. Um, goes up to this guy to tell him that he needs to leave because they saw on camera that he tried to punch you. And then this guy was like, no, 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 no. Like, this isn't right. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then they finally get him out. And next thing we know, once he leaves, <laughs> a fucking brick, fl- a brick. It was a full brick. Flies through the front door window of Charlie's. Like, into the dance floor. That thing flew so far in. We were like, what? Like, it sounded like a gunshot went off. And I was like, oh the whole God. front door shattered, shattered and fell in on itself. <laughs> and, and all you see, all you see is that man standing right outside the door, just like, like a NPC character or whatever the fuck, <laughs> just like, like arms at both sides, like an like angry Chewbacca, shadow. Like- oh my God. It was so scary. And we're like, <gasps> And then, and then he I was like, running. And I was like, now he? can I go beat his ass? And, and I was like, yes. Like, yes. And then, yeah, so I ran, ran out the door. Him. This guy took yeah. off running down the street. He ends up getting arrested. Why? I don't know why we all decided, yeah, Jake, you should take control like, of the situation like, now. Well, I'm, like, I'm like, now it's fair game. Like, come on. The well, dude tried to punch me. But he has bricks. I was like, not anymore. He threw it through the door. <laughs> So then I'm chasing this man. He's running down, like, blocks down. Uh, he ran so far. He got away. No, he didn't. He ended up getting arrested. Oh, that night? Yes, and they brought him back in the police car. To Charlie? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, apologize right now. Yeah, he ended up getting, like, he had to, like, pay for a new door and everything. Oh, shit. But that, then, remember? That's not even the end of it. <laughs> remember a couple months later? Not even. It was, like, three weeks later. Oh, my God. I get sent an article. By Kyle, who was there that night, who yeah, saw him. And it's, uh, whatever, Chicago News, like, CNN or whatever the fuck it is. And it's a video of this man getting gang beat in the, mil- in the middle of the street, middle of the street, like by like mil- Grant Park. Yeah, like it's getting beat up by two a bunch of people. Two in the afternoon. It was the middle of the day, and it was definitely <laughs> him because it zoomed in on him, and it, it, he like looks at the camera. It was, was like a like, fucking. Is, is that him? I was like, it was like a movie. I'm like, I, is this our life? Like, never seen him since. Oh my god, is he okay? I don't know what happened. I wish I knew his name. Bob. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's our new mascot of the podcast. Just Bobbert. Bobbert. No, but that was insane. When I got that article, I was like, I never thought I'd see this man again. I was like, like, I didn't even have to do it. Somebody but yeah, so it. that's uh, that's the story of how I'm, I'm the reason a brick was thrown into Charlie's. I guess you're probably the reason because you were the one that really elevated the he tried to take my fucking posh. So it wasn't even about That's me? Like, that, at that point, I was smoking those things like a chimney. Those, that was my child. You're like, no, no, no. I had a nicotine addiction through the roof. Oh. I was like, no, no, no. I mean, you got a kind of a punchable face. So I don't really blame him. <laughs> I have been punched if in the I was face a, more, a couple of times. If I was a more violent person, I probably would have punched you a few times by now. I have <laughs> Not in the face. No, in the arm. Yeah. But Slap. I'm more of like, it's like. <laughs> no, it was a couple good slaps in there once in a while. When I'm really angry, I'm like, I, my arms just go. <laughs> like, Jesus. I do that to a lot. Like, my David, my sister, I'm like, if I'm really pissed off, just I'll just, flailing. just. It's not even a punch, it's like a flail. It's like, go. It, yeah, it's like a limp slap. Like, get away limp from wrist me. slap. Yeah. And it hurts because you're kind of bony. <laughs> <laughs> it's like shrapnel. All right. That's my flail. So that was our story because I didn't have one for 4th of July. And we, yeah, that was good. I didn't have anything either because I sat on my ass all day. <laughs> I watched the fireworks from my window. I didn't even do that. To be fair, I was I was kind of sick too. So I just I just well th- living in Chicago, I, fireworks are just it just sounds like gunshots to me. It, yeah, so nothing I'm special. Like, I'm like I would I want to stay inside. Yeah. All right. Well, our current events of the week. <laughs> um, my one of my friends from college, her name's Alex. She was in the Hamptons this weekend for Fourth of July. And she nice. was posting stories of Andy Cohen bartending in Montauk, like just behind the bar, but he's promoting that new like Fresca tequila cocktail in a can thing. That sounds disgusting. I've seen a lot of like commercials about it, but like he was literally there at, at like 4th of July parties all weekend, like handing out samples. I was like, how much are they paying you to do this? Probably a lot. Probably so much. Cause he's like kind of popular right now with the Vanderpump rules stuff and everything. Oh Yeah. And all like the new New Jersey housewives, whatever. Um, the next current event is Sweet Green has its first fully automated location. So you go in, it's like a vending machine restaurant. They got sued by Chipotle. I know. We talked about that oh, a couple yeah, episodes did. ago. <laughs> we did talk about that. Just a dark memory. Yep. Um, I thought I was just having like deja vu. And then Domino's rolled out a new service to make it easier to deliver to beaches and parks. So if That's you want to order legit. A, a pizza from your, your beach blanket... Domino's is your guy. I wonder how they're getting them out there, though. Like, are they out there with, like, sand shoes, flip-flops? What the fuck is a sand shoe? I, I'm just no. thinking of it being, like, a snowshoe. Exactly. <laughs> like, or the? are they, like, I can't go to a beach without kicking off my shoes and carrying them. So like is the Domino's com- guy kicking off his shoes and carrying them Like, are the they sand? coming with, like, the... Like the cross country skis, <laughs> like the sand. Like what the fuck are we talking about? You're on a Segway. I'm looking this up with chain tires. That's hilarious. <laughs> they just roll up with like I don't know on a like hoverboard a park ranger. They they surf down on a surfboard. Domino's delivering pizza to the beach. It's a robot. Images. Images. You think they have a photo of a Domino's guy on the beach? They're using a fucking drone. What? It's a drone. To, oh my god, that's way cooler than that's sand so shoes. cool. What, the drone like clips your face and you're bleeding. Yeah, I don't really like. I uh, that reminds me when I was at Electric Forest, I saw a couple uh, shows had drones <laughs> flying into the stage. Other ones, they're just putting a door saying on del- the beach. Yeah, saying delivery zone. Uh, I don't know. What that that just looks like a cheap advertisement yeah, to me. So they just put the door. What kind of then, beach is that? Is that in Indiana? In, in Amsterdam. Amsterdam, oh, like the, Amsterdam has the, shitty beaches. The Dutch beaches are where they're doing the drone too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, fun I, facts. I didn't do that much research. That's research a on my current event. They might as well just fly in on a damn <clears throat> helicopter. Yeah. All right. Well, it's you want to do your story, Jake? We'll, well get into yeah, the solemn. We, we went from being excited to um, why everybody's quitting the restaurant industry. Well, my story. <laughs> everything else I have to say today is funny, so we'll okay. do. Yeah. I mean, we're just, okay. So I mean. I feel like this is something that like we all like we all know about, but I feel like it's not like overly talked about. What's your source? Isn't that like a software company? It is, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they like segue into like trying to like relieve stress from everybody. Mm. But I mean, a big thing in the restaurant industry is how many people are leaving. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I was just talking to someone today actually 
Um, cause they're trying to find jobs in the restaurant industry in LA and it's kind of hard to find them there right now for some reason, well, but in Chicago, they're everybody and their mom is like trying to pursue something else. So they all have those side gigs. Yeah. So I feel like LA is the one place that's not going to be affected by any like loss of in, like staff, I guess. But Chicago, like it's impossible to find servers, bartenders. It's really hard to find managers. It's even harder to find anyone else really that wants to work in like the corporate side of restaurant industry as well right now for some reason they all went somewhere else during covid and now it's like people are just waiting to have people trained up to be able to do those jobs and like it's going to be really hard to convince people who left to come back to restaurant industry That's what i'm saying because yeah people people usually work it to stay because they're stuck in the restaurant industry so yeah i mean so turnover rates in what during covid 2021 2022 was like 14% for Yeah, but we service. didn't really, we weren't as busy during those years either. But now it's like we're back to full steam ahead, busy. It's not done. It's, I, yeah. mean, it's, I mean, it's dropped, a, it's actually it's gotten worse. And also like the recession is making like, it's just a weird time right now. 5% of all restaurant, like hospitality industry people quit in January of this year. Of this year? Yeah. Why? Still happening. Probably the recession. We're like on, we're like on, like on like track to be like the, the highest year of people quitting the industry weird does it say why yeah there's right, a whole tell me. list tell me so on top of it a recent study just found out that in 2023 one in four restaurant workers plan to leave the industry within this year Jesus. one in four wow and that has created a lot of like satirical articles from like the onion and shift like yeah. talking bad about it but like that's not really a big deal so it's like why are people fed up so obviously like the biggest reason restaurant workers like are unionized and doing everything is because of low wages so like yeah. i mean places like wisconsin anything in the south kentucky fucking tennessee like i think the minimum wage is still like two dollars and 13 cents over the for past, a server for the past 30 years yes wisconsin's Jeez. it's still two dollars and 13 cents well, that fucks you over if it's slow or there's like, well, the thing, and then how do you staff for slow days? Cause you need to still staff for those days. So. Well, yeah. So like, if you don't make it, you get stiff, like that's your whole check. I mean, pe yeah. I knew people like when I was living like by like the Wisconsin, Minnesota border, people would just drive 45 minutes because I, they'd make I think, $11 an hour. I think if you get, I think legally, if you get stiffed for a whole shift, it has to even out on your paycheck to the full minimum wage, not the tip of which wage. Which in Wisconsin... If you have no tips that day... Which in Wisconsin was $8 an hour at the time. Ugh. So you're... Wow. Like with a fucking high roller, get lucky, you might be able to pay for a gallon of gas on your way home. Yeah. Um, so that's like one of the biggest things for people have ended up unionizing. So um, for the people that didn't, those who switched jobs ended up getting on average like an 8% pay increase with like Damn. corporate jobs and stuff. And obviously I don't think this applies to like the Chicago market because I know servers here make a lot of money. Um, but I mean, they're just switching to like more like desk jobs or everybody's becoming a realtor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but by the end of 2022, so like since all this has happened and everybody left during COVID, the average wage per hour with like tips and hourly has gone up to like $18. Damn. Yeah, I think before it was like 13 was the average. So, I mean, like a pretty steep increase. I don't know if it like equates to being enough. Um, the Maybe next that'll help in the future. And there's some restaurants that, um, I don't remember what, who the owner is. It's like a funny owner, actually. But they, they raised their um, server wage to $30 an hour and they completely eradicated tips. Yeah. And like some of the servers that worked there were like pissed about it. But it's like, go work next door at yeah, the other like restaurant. You literally have freedom. The next thing is, which is why a lot of people initially were in the restaurant industry, is unpredictable hours and scheduling. So yeah. scheduling is not the freedom that it used to be because there's so less, like, just like a less pool of employees to work with. So that scheduling is just like more erratic and mm -hmm. worse in most cases, and you can't get time off. Mm -hmm. So like people are like, what the fuck? Like, I, I took this job for the freedom aspect. That's being taken away. You don't post my schedule until two days before yeah. the next week. So like, what the fuck, you know, like I think on average, like, excuse me, I had to put my drink down. I think on average, it says somewhere in here, like 60% of all hourly workers in restaurants do not get their schedule within two weeks. Like they don't have it out two weeks. Like it, sometimes it's week by week. And our, like, I mean, when I worked for a couple of restaurant groups, it was the night of, I didn't know what I was, I didn't know if I was working the next day. Yeah. Sometimes 
I'd just get it at a week at a time and I'd be like, hey, like, that's how it was for me for a while. I'm like, too. do I work tomorrow? And they're like, I haven't done the schedule yet. I'm like, bro, I work in 12 hours. It's if I 7 do. p.m. on and Sunday. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> if I, if you, I do, I have to be here at 6 a.m. to open. Like, can you just like let me know what you're planning on doing? Nothing. So, like, I mean, and it was, even, it's even worse. Like, some places like don't even have like it's set schedule. Like, you have to go in or have somebody send you a picture of it because it's like put on a fucking poster. Oh, yeah. I used to have that back in college. It's even worse. Um, so now it's like, like an app, so it's way easier, but they're sick of it. So, like, you know, actually, like in New York, they like ended up having to like do like a competition uh, settlement because of this for like $20 million to like 13,000 people. Damn. Yeah. So, that's another thing that used to be like the reason people would be in the industry. Now it's like, I'm like, you know, people are like, oh, are you able to come like for the weekend, you know, three weeks from now? And I'm like, I have no idea. Nobody will prove anything. Like I can't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Rather before it'd be like, hey, I'm leaving so-and-so day. They'd be like, all right. And, you know, 20 other people could fill your spot. Now it's like, mm, we need you. And they never do. Yeah. Which is even worse. Cause then you're even more pissed off that you're stuck in that situation. You're like, I'm making 50 bucks the fuck am i doing here like let me go like i have plans and you know i have plans so that's the second thing the third thing which is i feel like probably one of the biggest is how intense employee burnout has gotten in the restaurant industry yeah 80 percent of all employees salaried or hourly are all suffering from burnout still it's actually gone up since covid damn it's worse now than it was during covid Probably because people are getting unemployment money, but whatever. So yeah, so there's like a huge mental health crisis. So it's, it's as far as 71% of pretty much all people in the restaurant industry are suffering from mental health problems, mm. which is stemming from this huge employee burnout. Um, and then, so 80% of people are facing it, but one in two workers are quitting because of this burnout now. Because they're like, I just can't handle it. Like everything, like the freedom and all the whatever I could do before has been gone. taken away. It's been just uprooted and it's gone. So they're like, what the fuck? I'd rather sit at a desk with, you know, nine to five Monday through Friday and know that I have two days off and I can finally do something with my life. Yeah. Um, which isn't even like a big deal, but, you know, and then, and then another thing is, is like, if your employees are like burnt out, you can't really run like a successful operation like if you're all your back house like all your chefs are just like burnt to the crisp like they literally don't want to work food and everything is not going to turn out same with the front house bartenders anybody that's pissy like doesn't want to be there they're burnt out like service and everything else is going to suffer as well so that's just like the beginning of a downfall so Mm -hmm. everything kind of just snowballs the next thing which was actually my reason of leaving the industry was there's no growth opportunities Mm -hmm. More times than not, when you take a management position, it's usually a pay cut, which I think you know very well. Um, And it ends up just becoming more work with less pay and more responsibility outside of work because now people are contacting when you're done rather than like when you were serving or like whatever. Like when your shift was done, you were done. Nobody bothered you unless they were like, hey, can you pick up a shift? We're like, hey, you're cut, you know? Yeah. Beyond that, it's pretty much everything else. Next thing is horrible bosses. It's a good movie. I think we've yeah. <laughs> I think we've all had horrible bosses. In oh, our yeah. life. That was the reason I quit my first job here. Um, really? It was a make or break decision. She was a fucking cunt. So I don't I, think uh, I've ever had. I've, I don't think I've ever had a horrible boss. Nope. To the point where I've wanted to quit. I made her cry many times. I've had really really good bosses that have made me stay in jobs because I trust them and love them. But I have not had like. I've been very, I think, fortunate in that way. I've had like really shitty managers, but like, yeah, like I wouldn't consider a manager my boss. Like a GM, a GM would be my boss if I was a server, but I wouldn't consider a floor manager my boss. The GM was she was a tragic human being. Yeah, she just had hatred in her soul, and she was emotionally charged. Never could figure anything out. Was just like, was you never knew what she was going to get. Like, what restaurant was this? Give me a little Momotaro. Oh my god! I was asking for like a her clue. Is, her name's Erica. I know her very well. You're gonna just out her on the yeah, podcast? Yeah, she she no. I gave her a two month two month notice that I was planning on leaving. Those two months were the worst fucking two months of my life. I had everything. Did you go back and work there after this? After she was gone, yeah. Yeah, this was like the second. So you went back. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
But I, I mean, mean they like, were great the second time around, weren't they? Yeah, because she's gone. I mean, like everybody, like she was. Just, I wonder where she is now. I can. I know exactly where she is. <laughs> she got a promotion. I don't know how she got a promotion. Doesn't deserve it. Um, does she? I mean, like, and the thing was, is like outside of work, she was actually a pretty good person. But working with her, oh my god! Some people are in management or they're in leadership roles for the wrong reasons. Like I've seen that, especially when I was in college, we always joked about, and I even have friends that became managers that like afterwards they were like, you know what? Being a manager, like really turned me into a shitty person. Like I was not meant to be a manager. And that's why Um, I always gave her the benefit of the doubt. But (laughs) the way she treated me when I gave a two month notice, cause I was like, Hey, like, you know, like I'm our top salesperson. I'm, well, if you're I'm, an emotional person, it's not a good choice to be a manager I'm because just, then you're going to, you just take everything too seriously. Everything. You get so sensitive and like, you need to be able to be a person who can like separate the two. And especially in the restaurant industry, you need to be able to separate your friendships with the staff from your job as a manager. Yeah. I wouldn't say so you can't get her. upset because someone quits. It's like, I just hated because you like them. With her. Yeah. And it's, you can't like it. I don't know. And you have to like have a very specific Cause I've had managers or bosses or like <laughs> coworkers that I've like cried to or like really like admitted like a lot of like dark things I'm thinking about my job or things that are going on. And, but I'm very picky about who that is. I'm yeah. not going to say that to just anybody. So like when you have a manager who's just like fucking neurotic like that, it's like really hard to, I don't know, like trust the whole restaurant or company is, in general, because it's like, why are we employing people like this? You That's know? what I'm saying. Or, yeah. it, or promoting that behavior. And out of respect, a two month notice and you just spent the rest of that time to just make my life hell. I was like, sis, I was like, I'm doing this because I'm trying to find a, a good replacement. Most, so you guys aren't left. Hanging. Yeah. And most servers are like, peace out. I'm yeah, out. Like they don't even make it for two weeks. They don't even show up. They put a two weeks in and then they take off every shift and they're gone. Yeah. I'm like, I stuck it out. And I was like, also it was two months for you. Like it wasn't, confirmed yet like i mean it was two months where we could we, if you wanted to keep me you could i have told you what things you know we needed yeah. to change and you did the opposite <laughs> like to it like as far north and south pole like you i was like jesus christ yeah. i was like what the hell did i ever do to you so well, that's I, why they always say like unless you're like in unless you're like the gm or like in a really powerful important position or whatever don't don't give more notice than you need to. Nope. Don't. Because it's always a headache. It's always uncomfortable and awkward. It's always going to make your your life worse. And it's going to make you want to quit sooner. Or you're going to get fired before you have another job ready to go. They were just, She was just waiting for it. She was yeah. just trying to find things so that I could not be yeah. ineligible to ever be retired by the company. It was yeah. horrible. But I was doing yeah. everything it just fine. It fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. No, perfect. I've even had experiences where um, I'm like waiting for a promotion or something in Chicago and in Iowa city um, where the second your manager finds out that you're not going to be in your current role anymore. I've like experienced like getting shittier sections or like oh, terrible, like all of a sudden, like I, I don't work brunch on the weekends than I am. Like things like that have happened and every, I think every job I've worked at made 40% less in the last two months yeah. of my job. 40% almost mm-hmm. my pay was almost cut in half. Shit. I'm like that's not a coincidence. Says all my private events were taken away, all my clients, everything. And I was like, Damn. I was just getting sit with some random motherfuckers. I was like, but meanwhile, I'm waving at my regulars from like across the restaurant. I'm like, hey, they're like, what like, happened to you? You're like, why I'm are on you not? Home. Why are we not sitting with you? It's requested in our notes. I'm like, you know who you can go talk to? I'll tell you right now. She's right over there. <laughs> I was, it's, I was so bad. <laughs> Um, another thing is there's, there's, I only have like two more. Okay, cool. We got to move along for well, poor communication. We're at 30 minutes, buddy. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. So we all know poor communication that just stems into drama and restaurants. So we all know Let's that. move on to rude and violent customers. Yeah. So then, well, lack of benefits is a big one. Not having healthcare. Most of the I industry. Guess, but Illinois just passed that law that like, Illinois, oh, yeah, 49 other states. Other states. <laughs> Minnesota also um, has it too, but like a lot of places, like you, health insurance ain't cheap, bro. Like, no, I'm a 1099 worker now. Mine's like three hundred dollars a month, which is pretty cheap. More than that. Yeah, and I have really good health insurance because they're like, I just want health insurance. Like, I just want to know, like, if my arm got cut off, like, I, I won't be a hundred thousand dollars. I won't like be living under a bridge. Yeah. Um, and then lastly is. What I recently found out, I mean, 
Well, not that the not this is why not this is why a lot of flight customers. attendants are quitting. This is why a lot of teachers quit in the Anybody last two in the years. Service industry. I know like a handful of teachers that quit because of rude and violent parents. People have like, gotten so hostile in the towards States. yes, like towards anyone that they think owes them something or owes them a service. It's like they're just fucking monsters. And we were just talking to somebody what Sunday. He, he's from Greece. He's working over here, and he works. He's a bartender. He works in the service. I talked to him today. He he said he'll come on next week. Yes. Yeah. So what he says, we'll we'll save this for the next time. But he says the behavior that he sees in the states would be not tolerated by any measure no. anywhere else in the world. No. Nope. So get off your fucking high horse, bitch. That's funny. I didn't hear him say that. Yeah, he said it wouldn't be tolerated. Like he's like, you can't. With no, they're like very much like. They're like, nope, you're done. Bye. Yeah. Oh day. yeah. Oh yeah. I think I saw that a couple times when I was in like Greece. Actually, I saw a couple wave. people get kicked out. Yeah. No, and, and it's a lot wave. more, especially the places he worked were a lot more like exclusive to high so end places. It yeah. wasn't like he was working like, like you can't. This isn't McDonald's. No, sorry, McDonald's. Like, even then, like the people just won't tolerate that shit over there. But like, no. see ya. Well, they're getting paid more too, so they care <laughs> more about their restaurant. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I have to say. Like, I love that. If anybody's listening that is a bad manager or get owner, your shit together, get your fucking shit together. We're already <laughs> struggling enough. Help us out. Yeah, we, we, um, we wouldn't work there if we didn't want to. No, yeah, I've been very blessed. I love my manager. I love people I've worked with. Um, but yeah, there's definitely been moments where I've seen other situations that are not as great. So I'm like, come on. <laughs> I quit too. Too. That's why I quit my other job too. Maybe you got all my bad luck. She sucked at her job. Her jobs. <laughs> she sucked. You're also a little bit more um, outspoken, criti- critical of people than I am. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I, I'm, I'm a little aloof in that. People that, that really suck notice. at their job that try to tell me, yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, you can't even do your job. I'm doing your job and my job, sis. Like, sit mm-hmm. down. Just take it here. Let me pull out the chair. Sit down, and you just sit in silence and stare at the wall. You're grounded. Yeah. You're in timeout. Shut up. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> um okay so my story we have about like i don't know 15 minutes left we can do 50 minutes um all right my story is um kind of like a smorgasbord it's a little buffet of a couple different things um like a charcuterie board i feel like well the two things that we haven't really yeah charcuterie board the two things we haven't really touched on um would be chefs and like doormen so our game is going to be about doormen, but my story is kind of about chefs. Um, so I got my information from the Kitchen Confidential subreddit. That's what our inspiration was for this whole podcast. So it I was. think I put a bookmark on that subreddit. I'm going to start, I'm gonna start reading that every day, man. Um, I need some more ideas. I need some more the tea. I need the drama. Um, but You don't get enough from reality <laughs> shows. <laughs> I think that's why I'm wanting more tea. Because I've been watching Orange County Housewives every day and I'm starting to act like Vicky. I'm, I'm losing I, it. Have, have, how many times have you seen that? I've never seen that one. That's the first Housewives um, franchise. It. I've never seen it. No, I've seen like New York, Beverly Hills, mm. New Jersey. Those are the three that I've seen. I love all of them. They're so good. Um, okay. So this is from the Inside the Walk-In Rant thread. Um, so I think it's a subreddit of a subreddit, whatever. Um, for an example of the, of this subreddit would be the opening line. I thought it was really funny. He just lists a bunch of fucking problems in restaurants and he's like, send me your problems that are similar to these. Um, he's like, I just feel like complaining. So, <laughs> um, the first one is, did Cisco stack your stuff in an inverted pyramid and also left the freezer door ajar? Was there a huge catering order this morning? Only no one told you about it. And oh yeah, you have no opening dishwasher either. No one rolled their silverware and the front of house manager doesn't seem to care. One of the prep cooks no-showed yesterday and management let him work today without saying anything to him. Mm-hmm. Corporate keeps subbing out menu items for cheaper versions and imitations. Yep. <laughs> you asked for a raise and got offered 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Customer is irate you charged him for a side of ranch even though you brought him three of them. Yeah, it's 50 cents. <laughs> you ran someone else's food, and when you got to the table, they asked you for a side of ranch. When you got back, someone else asked if they could also have a side of ranch. When you brought that back, Dad asked you for a refill on his tea. One, that one that gave one. me cold sweats. I'm like, anything else? <laughs> the, anything. The most passive aggressive way. You're like, 
before I, I'm like, I won't be coming back anything else. Before I strut around the restaurant again for you, is there? Can I just get like a bulk order? Meanwhile, while I'm here in, right now. In my peripheral vision, I can see everybody's no. hands fucking raised for You're me because like, I've been busy with anybody people. else. And going once, going twice, sold. And then I finally like they'll call me. And I'm like, in a minute, like I'm. D- yeah. Well, the worst thing is, I feel like stuff. it. I feel like it always happens when I'm not very busy, so I really have to do it. But I'm just like, this is really getting annoying. Oh, it always <laughs> happens when I'm busy as fuck. I have like three see, bottles never, of wine. It never and really happens to me when I'm busy. Do, and I'm like, when I'm busy, I feel like people are taking care of themselves, and I really appreciate that. But, <clears throat> um, yeah. I would just ignore them until they saw somebody else that they could bother. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like a I food like, runner or something. I feel like in nicer restaurants, you really avoid like the side of ranch, the this, the that, because nicer restaurants, they already have everything they need. Don't they don't. Stuff. They don't request salt and pepper. I haven't worked at a restaurant that had ranch in seven years. Exactly. They don't request anything else because the food is fucking good because it's a nice restaurant. No, they so I feel like this requests. is what happens when you work at like you know the no, there's college bar. Requests. Well, it depends. It's Can usually I, not all your tables at once. Can I get A1 steak sauce with my Wagyu? Ew, what the f- I've never heard that. I have. <laughs> well, you've worked at restaurants that have been around a little bit longer. You get the scallywags coming in. I've seen a lot. Okay. Um, so yeah, I I really want to bring a chef on. I've asked a few different chefs. Um, I'm really working hard on it. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, well, we were going to have I wanna, one, but I wanna she moved fight back it to out. Greece. Yeah. Yeah, she we can't said, do that anymore. She's I hate it here. But... I want to find like a real, just like rugged chef who's like funny, and I'm really working hard. I think I found a couple possibilities. So hopefully the next couple episodes. Oh, yes, boyfriend. He would be a good one actually. Thank you, bud. Yeah, he he's worked a lot, a lot of different states. I'll ask him. Um, okay, so I feel like servers and chefs just always kind of get into it. I kind of think it's funny that servers and chefs get into it. So I know one of the chefs that I work used to work with as a server, then now I work with him as like an events person mm-hmm. so i just love going up to him and like trying to make him mad <laughs> but he's like just he knows i'm kidding too so it's like funny but um i have ptsd from fighting with shows you like really fight with them i'm just kind of like <laughs> i just like play stupid I'm like because like, it's funny do it like no. don't stop like I, I i do you think i want to ask this fucking stupid ass request no yeah so please just stop yeah <laughs> making my life more difficult no, I think he, like, I don't, I've never had a chef dislike me, I don't think, unless they're doing it behind my back, but. No, and they never disliked me, and we would just kind of brawl. Yeah. But it was, like, mutual. But I think one of the, the biggest things is, like, when a chef says, we never got that ticket, or, like, a head cook or whatever, and you're like, but I sent it in, they're like, we never got it. You have to, like, re-ring it in, and then, like, have it get it voided, and then you have to say, well, then they never got the ticket or, but it's like, that's justified them saying that because also like how many times have I forgotten to ring something in and blamed it on the kitchen? Like, Oh, they, oh, they lost the ticket. Yeah. So I think it's just like a mutual understanding there. And like, the, I don't think the kitchen really cares if you blame it on them either. I mean, no. I'd love to interview a chef to find out if they care. I do want to know. <laughs> I want to know they're hiding in the back. It's like, like, they're a good scapegoat. I'm like, I just used you as an excuse. But 99% of the time, if the server says the kitchen lost the ticket, they didn't. Your server just I'm was like, really busy just and so forgot. I'm backed up right now. Yeah, There's two other say. people in the restaurant. Yeah. No. Like somebody walked out. I don't um, know. And then also, like, obviously, servers generally making more money than chefs. But yeah. just chefs are also just really underpaid. So that's like so a bad comparison. But I mean... The, the the they work just as hard probably chefs work harder like physically harder ass conditions yeah they work physically harder but they also have like all the prep hours so they get to come in earlier and have more they're hours they leave earlier usually one. they're all yeah. overtime and most of them don't get paid overtime but they're all overtime yeah um and they're not customer facing they get to stay in their back area and they don't have to worry about that really um That's nice. unless you have an open concept kitchen that kind of sucks i guess but yep i had one of those and then guests can walk through and talk to you and you're like no um all right one of your concepts These is actually are... open and then people walk through they're trying to find the bathroom like right past the line <laughs> god yeah like my restaurant yeah it's I'm just like, like no that. no no okay i have two brief stories and then we'll get into the game okay um all right chef or management oversight how do you correct behavior the right way um chef told me i needed to be more confident because i was good at doing the things that he needed done this week, he berated me in front of everyone for being too slow doing those things. Put stuff I prepped in the trash and told me to stay all night to redo it if I have to. I've worked 36 hours this week over three days and maybe 45 minutes break and all of that. So I picked up my knife roll and clocked out. This was a good job. It was where I thought I wanted to be, but I couldn't handle the attitude and treatment. 
am I being too sensitive? I've never experienced anything like that in six years of working in kitchens, but it really shook me. I walked six miles home to cool off. Six miles? That's quite a far... <laughs> That's a long walk. <laughs> I feel like that was tri- much more traditional 10 years ago. I would say that now it's not tolerated. You just can't do that. I agree, because I've heard so many stories of sh- like executive chefs being fired for yelling at their Oh my God. Team. It happens everywhere now. When I first moved here, I watched them throw a fucking plate at somebody's head. Yeah. And I've seen restaurant owners throw like speakers in kitchens and all kinds of shit. I don't like, think it happens. No, now. no, no. You can't do that anymore. There's these things. No, when it happens rules, and they're immediately gone. And like HR, and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you are an investor or a partner. Like you can't do that. No, now it's funny because I see. Um, People have rights. <laughs> <laughs> that's illegal. Like that's like a fe- like that's like a felony. Like you can't just like assault somebody. Well, no, and it's funny because now I, I think it's cute because I see like the chefs that I work with like. They're just so sweet to their team, like their prep cooks and their line cooks and everything. I just see them like speaking in Spanish to them or like they're all like talking and laughing together the whole time while they're on Expo or something. Like I think I've never really. And people work a lot better. It's been many years since I've experienced like an aggressive kitchen team. So Well, at that end, they can't afford to lose anybody with that attitude anymore. Exactly. Yeah. It's not. It's not 2002 anymore. Nope. Um, Smoking a cigarette in the line. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That might be an old post. I didn't. I guess I didn't really look and see when that was posted. Whatever. Um, okay. The next one. Annoying coworkers. Dun dun dun. Uh, this one girl I work with is great at her job and a nice person to be around, but holy fuck is she loud and dramatic. For <laughs> she works in the kitchen too, so it's a female line cook. I love hearing their stories. They always got something good. They're they're just insane people. It's so funny. I love it. Um, she's working fryers and she's restocking her station while the girl person is cleaning girl with the brick. For example, we were closing last night. Did I say that? Whatever. Some water got splashed into the fryer and it sizzled and spit a little out. She screamed like her skin was melting off her body. It landed on her ankle and didn't even slightly burn her. In the past, she was she has also screamed like this at a mosquito, a power outage, and people coming out of the walk-in when she didn't expect them to be in there. Grand scheme, it's not a big deal, but holy shit, get a handle on the anxiety, please. I'd rather not think someone's being brutally murdered on a daily basis. I've never experienced... I mean, the female line cooks, two chefs that I worked with, are like the coolest fucking people I've ever met in my life. I know, me too. They're so badass. Um, I met one that like became a bottle girl and quit her sous chef job because she wanted to get her nails done more often. Stop! (laughs) That's so sick. What a bad bitch. I love her. No, but I would compare this to like other coworkers that are super dramatic. Like I I will never get along with the girl or person or whatever that like screams because there's a bug. I don't, I, I think avoid, it's so childish. I just avoid these people. Those people are, I'm sure are really nice people and have a lot of great friends, but I will not. I see them at that POS. I'm like, where's the one the farthest away? <laughs> and they come walking over and they're trying to be friends with me. And I'm like, well, especially yeah. at work, like people can hear you screaming in the kitchen. They're going to think something's wrong. That's like a rat or something. Exactly. That's my first thought. If I hear a scream, there's a, there's a rat. Or somebody's dead. I don't know. Or, or yeah, your arm is gone. Yeah, like it's your somebody <laughs> fell into the fryer. God, that reminds me the um, the Chicago police tweeted they were like, "Here's an example of why not to call nine one one and a reason to call nine one one on the fourth of July." In the left hand column of like the reasons not to was like, "Don't call it if your dog is barking because of the fireworks." Don't call. <laughs> they're, they're like, "Don't call if there's debris in your driveway because of fireworks." Like, blah blah blah. And then the right hand side is like reasons to call nine one one. The first one is like, "My dog is dead because it got hit by a firework." And then the other one was like, oh my, God. "My my neighbor's arms and limbs are flying into my front yard from the fireworks." <sighs> like, it, it was like so morbid. I was like, "The cops." Are Chicago crazy. police put this. I don't. Rem- I think it was Chicago police. It, I don't know why would I would see like another city's police department <laughs> no. on Twitter, um, but. It was really funny. It was either that or it was like some of, one of the suburbs or something. But they it were just like on brand. Don't call the police because your dog is barking. Call the police because it's dead. Yeah, like you did, we because well, it's like geez, the there's no of in July is the most dangerous day in the yeah, year. Yeah, and then they're Chicago. they're flooding they're flooding the phone lines because they're just being Karens. Like no, like those. Now I want to interview like a nine one one operator they, and be like, what what do these people do? I to you? Used to, okay, I'll well that's a story for another time. <laughs> That's yeah, is that going to be a long story? Yeah. Okay, next week. Um, okay, let's move into the game. Okay. How much? We have a live audience, by the way. Yes, we have our friend Steven listening to <laughs> Um. Okay, the game. It's the, mm. Am I the asshole? Again, because I really am starting to enjoy this game. 
And it's so fun to put together. Why? Because of my responses? Yeah. I just like reading your things and seeing what you have to think about them. Okay. But this one's about doormen because I said earlier, I feel like we don't give doormen enough. Like hotel doormen or like. No, no. Like security. Like clubs. Security doormen. Like 3 a.m. clubs. Let me see your ID. Does it look like you? What's your, what's your zodiac Okay. Sex? Be nice. We're going to interview a doorman <laughs> soon. Jesus. Just kidding. Security. Um, we need to schedule. I had one rip my ID in half and it was my real ID. I remember you said that story twice on this podcast. No, right? I haven't. Yes, you have. Was I drunk? Probably. It was one of the first episodes. Yeah, then I was. Yeah. Okay. The first one. The kid who stole the cop car. What? I just really want to feel the same way I did when I talked about the old man who pooped down his leg. So I'm trying to find more Wait. stories. Like that. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. Story? I just, that was such a funny story. I have to, Wait, I need to. Okay. So somebody, okay. The kid who stole the cop car, <laughs> maybe the craziest thing I saw just because of the balls needed to pull off a feet like this was this skinny little scrawny dude who literally drove off in a cop car after a fight broke out outside. A bunch of campus popo came to break up this fight <laughs> that was happening outside. One of them jumped out of their car and for some dipshit reasons left the keys in the ignition. In the fray, this kid just hopped inside and slammed it in reverse. Half the force chased after him and the crowd that was fighting just scattered. It was pure madness. To this day, I don't know what happened to the kid. I think that's so fucking badass. Exactly. That's sick. That's awesome. That's not an asshole. Neither of them are assholes. No, I think it's funny. It's so funny. Happened, I would I would laugh my ass off. Like in the middle of the chaos, this kid's like, oh, that that's happened my to my campus police once, but it, they really? were on golf carts. I don't know why people <laughs> steal. Like, I don't, it, I, okay. I understand maybe stealing a car, Grand Theft Auto. You could probably get away with that if you're really smart, you know? Oh yeah. My coworker got her car stolen. They were oh, like, good oh, luck. We're in find, Chicago. Cars get stolen it. left They're and like, right. We don't know. We'll <laughs> yeah. see it in a couple months, maybe. No, they don't, cops don't even like help you if your car gets stolen. It's crazy. <laughs> um, speaking of cops, but stealing a cop car is like, like the, the, you know they have like a million trackers on that thing. There's a radar in them. I think that's so badass. Like, though. what are you gonna do? When I you, would just take it down a couple blocks from everybody and then get out and run. Exactly, escape. But there's what cameras an adrenaline in adrenaline rush that has there's, to be. But there's cameras in that so they can see what direction you run in. They're gonna find you eventually, bitch. I think it's sick. What if they're filming an episode of Cops and someone steals the cops cop car? That'd be awesome. That'd be sick. I would watch that episode. So I much. think they should let him go as long as there's no damage to the car. And what happened to him? We may never know. All right. Next <laughs> next topic. So neither of them are the asshole. That's our synopsis on that. Wait, the cop? The cop is the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Let him go. I don't think they arrested him. That, that didn't happen in the story. There's no one happened to him. Okay. The next one. The helicopter mom who was definitely too old for this shit. Asshole. One time. <laughs> <laughs> asshole. I feel like Steve Harvey. That's not how you play the game. <laughs> asshole. All right, keep going. Um, <clears throat> one time, this girl's mom came and pulled her out of the club. For real, at the bar, at college. Everyone stood around and watched. I cannot think of a more embarrassing scenario. I really wonder what she did, and even more so, how her mom knew she was at our shitty bar. Was her mom mad she was at our shitty bar? <laughs> okay, so this happened to me. <laughs> what? Well, I was at a house party, but basically the same kind of thing. I Okay, but how old were you? Like 16. Okay, that's why. But she had no idea, so I don't know how she found me. She probably tracked her ass. I didn't. There was no way of tracking me back then. You didn't have a phone? I had like a fucking Razor flip phone or something. Or like mm. a Blackberry Pearl. That was like before. What if she followed you? Or maybe she called one. No. She calls your friends all the time when you go missing. So maybe I she was, called someone and they told her. Well, I was wasted, like laying down. wearing. <laughs> I was wearing the girl's dad's shorts. Like big old like cargo shorts, like laying in the bathroom, and all of a sudden this door opens. That's my mother, and I'm like, "Hello," <laughs> and she's like, "Get the fuck in the car. We're going home." I was like, "Okay." No. And she, Sam, like, what the girl's name was Sam. She was like, "I was like Sam." She's like, "Your mom just kind of rolled up and somehow knew exactly where you were. Like, came and got you." And I was like, "Okay." I didn't really get in trouble for it, but my mom was just disappointed because I couldn't handle my alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, did I call her? But yeah. You might have. You might have. <laughs> probably. Though. You probably called her. And I was like, like, hey, says, can you come get me? No, because my phone got stolen that night, too. Oh, weird. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't. It was my iPod. That was before you could like play music on your phone. Oh so I had an iPod. It had my name engraved on the back. It was I mean, maybe Christmas she had like some sort of like. Find your family. I mean, your do you iPhone, know my mother? Or Have you met Kim? 
Yeah, she probably wouldn't be able she to figure that out. She knows exactly where I am. Like, she always does, yeah. If some, she doesn't, she's like calling me. Yeah. I'm well, like, I she, don't know. She, the thing is, she knows. She's just like, if I'm sleeping, she's like, I know he, where he is, but can you... Confirm? Can you just tell me? Can know, you like lean in and make sure he's breathing? What his condition is. Yeah. Okay, last one. Same fake, different hat. This one dude tried this horrendous fake ID out on me and I turned him down. Oh, wait. <laughs> so the mom was the asshole in the last story. Yeah. Okay. Like she's her, in college. Like, like let her, let her like, yeah, what is this? She like, must have done something really bad for her to come to her college, find the bar she was at, and take her out. Like, what? I wonder what she did. She probably was failing. In that case, her mom's not an asshole. If the girl's like flunking out of college for partying, yeah. I'd pull her out. Yeah. Who I'd be like, knows? I'm like, slap, slap. Like, get it together, sis. I ain't paying all this money for you to. Yeah. Who knows? I'm like, you can black out at home for free. Okay. Same thing, different hat. <laughs> this one dude tried this horrendous fake ID out on me and I turned him down, but I was cool and let him keep the ID. He came back in line like 20 minutes later with a baseball hat on. Same clothes, same ID, same everything. I laughed my ass off and kicked him to the curb. About an hour later, the dude came with a big hunter's beanie on. In the end of August, I took the ID then and told him he was an idiot. At least get a fake stash, something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't... I think I think the kid's kind of an asshole because he or yeah, just like dumb. Count your blessings, take the L or take the W. Or just, you got to keep your fake ID. Go to a different like box. He, like, he was being nice. The doorman was being good. Like, the doorman and he let him go twice on the twice. easy, and then like the third time he's like, "All right, bro, like, come like, on, dude." Yeah, like now I have to take it because otherwise I look stupid. Yeah, I got my fake taken once in Ames, Iowa. It's because my, my fake said I was five seven. And I'm like almost six foot tall. I got my. I, I think I said I was like five five or something really short, and they were like, "Yeah, sure." Oh, I remember you had it from some other girl, right? So yeah, some like somebody gave it to me. Yeah. I had two fake IDs that I ordered from China, and they came in a small box. <laughs> Western Union payment. Yes, it was, and it came in a box with three glass pigs, like little piggies. Did you keep the pigs? Yeah, I did. I think I gave them to my grandma. Um, and they were the best IDs ever I've ever had. I used them literally all over the country and then i went to like on a party bus to someplace in minneapolis and the security guard it was an arizona id so i i like use it and he was like mm, your your arizona id is not quite like my arizona id and oh, i was no. like so he pulls out his wallet and pulls out his arizona id and he like showed him to me he's like do you see a little bit of a difference? And I was like, was it completely different? I was like, I, I'll give you 20 bucks for it back. He's like 40. I was like, I paid 40 for two, 20 bucks. And he gave it to me. I paid like 200 something for those fucking IDs. Yeah. He gave it back. And then I had to have X's on my hand. It was embarrassing. Damn. I still drank, but <laughs> Oh my God. You washed them off in the bathroom. Like no, that I left them on that one song. What is it? Like 303 X's on the back of your hand. We're not. Okay. Watch the bed, the bath. Anyways, you guys have a great industry Sunday. Bye. <laughs> okay, what's your shot this week? I'm gonna do a pickle juice shot. Steven, what's your what what shot? I'm doing a pickle back. What's your favorite shot? Green tea. A green tea shot. All right. Hell All yeah. right. All right. Well, thank you guys. Happy industry Happy Sunday. Happy industry Sunday. We'll see you guys next we'll week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.